Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Socks on Tap. Tony, I, my first reaction is just fuck yes, let's go. Socks That's that's where it all starts. It all starts taking care of business in house in the central division. That's right. I'm a meatball. You got to bring that top button swag, baby. It is always great to beat the Cubs. And I'm a homer, so I always say they're gonna. Dallas Keiko Lampson got some beards that you should be afraid of. What everybody said when he gets out there, it's me versus the other guy, and I'm gonna beat him. So I just love that mentality. It's cool and fucking tough. Steve, Steve, would you say that Tony is mad online? I, I would definitely say that. The White Sox winner. White Sox fans, welcome into the Sox on Tap post game show, Sunday Fun Day edition. Tony, it hasn't been too fun though, uh, as of late, especially after what we witnessed on the South Side today. No, fun is not the way I would uh, describe uh, the end results of what we've seen this weekend. Not, not fun at all. No, no uh, and uh, yeah, and we this one uh, is titled "Adding Insult to Injury" because obviously some big news that we'll get to regarding uh, Michael Kopech and then just the fashion in which they lost that game, Tony. I think it was the best way I can describe it is very, very White Sox. I think you know that's so White Sox is is definitely in play here, Johnny. I know that. Um, it, it sucks watching a teammate go down, obviously, uh, Kopech early on. There's some adversity there. You battle back and forth a bunch of times. But you're playing the Texas Rangers. I think that's the first time they've won a series in Chicago since 2014. I think I saw that little bit. Um, not, not fun. Again, I just keep going back to that. It, it seems weird looking at this thing saying Sox on Tap Sunday Fun Day because, again, man, these aren't victory beers. No, they're misery. It, or misery beers. Yeah. Um, the Kopech stuff that stings, obviously. I mean, dude, when you talk about these injuries, we I think guess we can start there because he only pitched two thirds of an inning today. So we need to just jump right into it. And he said he felt a pop in his knee. And usually that's not a good sign because what's the last time a pitcher felt a pop? That was Lance Lynn, right? In spring training. It was. And that's exactly what uh, I was thinking happened uh, immediately here. I'm, I'm, you know, my brain starts going to, uh, the, you know, Rickon statement on Monday afternoon that says, you know, uh, that uh, Michael Kopech's going through the same surgery that Lance Lynn, Yasmani Grandal, Eloy Jimenez will get some sort of weird news bit. And you'd, we'd be all sitting here going, why is it? Why is it always the knee? We, we know this. We've been through this before. Um, you know, it, it obviously seems like something that uh, they're not too sure of right now. Obviously, the MRIs come back clean. Um, and Kopech was in the dugout walking around, talked to reporters after the game, you know, the, you know, if I want to go full negative Nani right now, maybe they're just trying to put a spin on this before everybody jumps off of the bridge, but it was just at least good to see him, you know, answering questions and all that other stuff. And with the right. team still, instead of at like brush, you yeah. know? Right, and he was standing when he was answering those questions in the locker room, like they do. So we'll yeah. we'll have to see. And I guess the uh, you know they didn't have a full official uh, you know diagnosis, or uh, they didn't elaborate too too much, but they did say that possible that he could start uh, Sunday in Houston. So that's at least somewhat encouraging. But you always just like fear the worst when you see that. Um, so hopefully we'll we'll uh, hopefully get some more updates as the week goes on here regarding him but getting into the game then that leaves white Sox in a tough spot you already had basically like a split kind of hybrid bullpen day on friday uh with davis martin and 
then now you have to go and use Monday starter Johnny Cueto um, after obviously Ray Lowe came in and pitched a little bit right after Kopech went out. But then you go to Johnny Cueto and overall, I'd say pretty serviceable from Johnny Cueto, though. Yeah, dude, I was I was quite impressed. And, you know, sometimes uh, you got to adapt and uh, plans change. And I think for all intents and purposes, Johnny Cueto, you know, got the job done today. Johnny, it was awesome to see. Uh, I just it, it just makes me worry. And we'll talk about some of the bullpen stuff. It just makes me worry that, you know, we're in such a hole right now in terms of pitcher usage over the past couple of days. Um, you know, you needed you needed five plus, I would say six or seven from Kopech today. You borrowed from you borrowed from tomorrow to play today. And I mean, this takes away nothing from what Cueto did out there. But now we're pushing up Lance Lynn a day. Now we're pushing up Dylan Cease a day. We've already been through so many of these injuries and arm usage issues and it, it feels like we're playing with fire, man. Yeah, no, it, it really does. And I mean, obviously a lot of position players have gone down with stuff, but now when you're talking about this kind of shortage of arms, so to say, or maybe just, you know, uh, heavy workloads on them, uh, that, that's kind of more of the terminology I think there, yep. um, especially because you saw it like something like Liam Hendricks, everyone's where's Hendricks, where's Hendricks? Why isn't he going to come in this game? And Tony uh, said after the game that Liam wasn't even available. So uh, then you go to what you had Tanner Banks. I will say the props Tanner Banks. You, you, what did you, what was your tweet? You had to explain that there. He was an escape artist. Yeah. Absolute escape artist. And I mean, oh, man, dude, when I woke up this morning and you know, you get the news, Tanner Banks coming back all of a sudden, I'm like, Oh fuck. You know, here we go again. We're gonna we're gonna have to, you know, uh we're probably going to Tanner Banks in some sort of capacity today. Let's hope we're playing with a lead. Because guy hasn't really had those high leverage spots all so to speak throughout the year. And obviously there re- there's a reason why he's back and forth. And we talked about this yesterday, Steve and I, how much this team misses a guy like Garrett Crochet, especially in these like these certain situations and to an extent, Joe Kelly as well right now. He's on the shelf too. I thought Tanner Banks came in and did a really fucking excellent job. Um, he got himself in a little bit of trouble, but he worked two yeah, of think, the, the – he worked through all it, of the adversity there, John. Yeah, you know, with he did the, an incredible job. With the walk, obviously, you never want to – you know, dreaded leadoff walk. You never want to do that. But I think Katz going out there talking to him helped him out because then he fired a bunch of strikes right after that, and he seemed to find it. So whatever he told him, that, uh, that worked. So that was nice to get that from Tanner Banks. Maybe you didn't expect it, uh, but you got it. Um, and then you go to Kendall Graveman and Jose Ruiz in the extra innings. He lets up, uh, you know, uh, some runs there, and uh, Matt Foster as well uh, in there. So – that was how they covered the pitching today. It'll be very interesting to see because Lance, guess what? Lance got moved up. Uh, he He's not going seven, eight tomorrow. Six would be like great if you could get that out of Lance Lynn. I'm thinking five. I'm thinking five, Johnny. I mean, there's you go back to last year and Lance Lynn, it didn't seem like we had him late into many ball games, and that's just not Lance Lynn's game. Uh, right now, I think he's a five, six inning guy. And I, I feel like that's where we had some frustration last year over a couple of his starts. Obviously, he's rehabbing his he, way back. Now you're coming he set, back. He set the bar too high for himself in terms of expected innings because he went complete uh, game uh, on home opener. 
Yep. It's up the bar too high. So we all yep. got our hopes up. Never get up for the letdown, Tony. Yep. And and uh, that's ain't that so true, Johnny. Uh the the fact is though, Lance Lynn, he's gonna have to be efficient tomorrow. He's gonna have to be really efficient. Um yeah, just you can't be chasing strikeouts almost at this point. If you're a White Sox starter, you gotta be relying on uh, hopes and prayers that the defense is going to be sound behind you and get yourself through a couple of these innings real quick uh, just so that you can, you can get there. Now we're talking about this right now, Johnny, you know, like Lance Lynn will probably wind up going seven after like two wild four pitch innings, you know, like where it's just like quick and uh, the ZZ top will be pumping and you know, but that's just a pipe dream. Uh, The fact of the matter is Johnny, it's it's gonna be a big test to get through Detroit now with the way this like has all shaped up. I mean, yeah, I'm I'm wondering. I know they asked uh, Tony a little bit um, about it after, but I'm wondering and maybe at some point. I don't know if it would be tomorrow, but possibly you know Davis Martin who just got sent down today. I uh, probably have to figure out something because you're gonna need arms to cover. So he might be an option. I know he did throw on Friday, but even if you're just using him in a bullpen type of role, so that, that could be an option. We'll see uh, what's going on when they actually do get to Detroit. But Tony, the, the, when we were talking about this, is just, you know, we're talking about the implications of Kopech's injury and then moving guys up and what that's going to do and bullpen already taxed here. Uh, we're getting a little out of ourselves. Just going back through this game, man, go and pinpoint me stuff that pisses you off about this game. <laughs> and where do I start? I mean, you see, we talk about setting the tone. Like, if you want to start early in this ball game, you talk about setting the tone. I think AJ Pollock robbing a home run to start this ball game, and you know the fact that you get the good vibes starting on Sunday. Yesterday was a uh, just an absolute debacle, and then you come in, the game starts off. Kopech Pollock robs a home run. You're still feeling good. You've got good vibes on this, and then. You know, you come out there and you still wind up giving up a run in the first. Another injury happens to somebody on your starting staff and the wheels fall off. So the set the tone, it's it's almost like we need to at some point, Johnny, get to a point where it's set the tone and keep the tone. That's what pisses me off. We absolutely do, Tony. You need to keep it, be consistent um, in your, you know, just uh tenacity throughout the game. I think that that's a good word for it too there, but um, Tony, I might go at the bookend, the end of the game. It, I mean, you still needed to uh, score another one after this, but Luis Robert, come on, what the hell are we doing? We had, we had some comments in here at the very start, you know, why the hell did Robert tag up uh, when oh, they're down two runs for the light? You know, he's on second base, tagging up for a deep fly ball left field, uh, gets thrown out at third. And I think he would have been safe, but he came off the bag a little bit uh, with that foot and that like transfer between the right and left foot. And uh, that just pissed me off. Cause it's like I said, the most white Sox way for that game to end with everything that happened insult injury. I've got, I've got more. Uh, you know, the, the game started with the insult and then it finished. Or excuse me, started with the injury, finished with the insult. It, it absolutely did. And if you want to go read the chapters in the middle, uh, see bad defensive play, uh, Jake Berger uh, at third base. You tweeted something out earlier, and I'm going to get to that oh. uh, in just a second here. But uh, it was Jake Berger not getting in front of a baseball. And you knew that he was going to go out there and, and potentially hit a home run after it because we, we talked about this before. He makes defensive mistakes. We know that's going to happen. It's going to happen to most ball players. But Berger's still younger and fresher up at the major league level. There's some fundamental work that he's he's working on. The bat is really hot right now. 
then there's one guy who can probably make those plays over at third that's not playing in these ball games. It pissed me off that Berger missed that. And then the wind knocked that baseball down that he hit later on afterwards. Yeah, so morning track. That was like more of that. So White Sox shit. Yeah, yeah. So that one pissed me off. But uh, you know, you know what else pisses me off is the Yohan Moncada play a bit. Can Yohan Moncada play a baseball game challenge yeah, that you tweeted yeah, out? Yeah, Yohan Moncada play some fucking baseball challenge, dude. What's the, what's the deal? I know there's always leg soreness, and we've dealt with this and stuff. But dude, I'm sorry. I'm just gonna call for it. Play hurt. Don't play injured, but play hurt. You got to. We need you. Right, yeah, I mean, you're not even you're not even questioning the toughness here. You're just saying if you are hurt, you have to play. Right. We need what? What else are you going to do? You're but that's go that's what it feels like with this roster right now, Johnny. Is that like? And I'll go back to why wasn't Liam Hendricks available? Why? Yeah, right. Why? why? And I've you're seen like that. The pre- you're like the preacher video. Why? Why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, dude, it just it it's it's grinding my gears at this point in time. Yeah. That you know, it, it it's certain circumstances, and I feel like we even saw this last year. You've got Liam Hendricks going two innings in ball games, and again, credit to Tanner Banks for that. But you wanted things that that make me a little upset or angry. Uh, just like why is so many big name relievers not available right now? Why? Yeah, why? I don't have. I wish I could tell you. I wish I could just tell you exactly why. I mean, I know Joe Kelly's on the injured list, and then Aaron Bummer is on the injured list as well. So there's two obvious answers. So I guess I do have a couple of answers for you there. But other than that, it's like you know these guys are getting taxed. I understand that there was the bullpen game uh, in the Friday night. You know, Every game's felt like a bullpen game, right? Yeah. <laughs> You know, yeah, it's like it's like funny even like when the starter goes like five or six it's like there's still like i don't know taxable innings there uh, that yeah. come afterward that really seem to drain them so uh you know they've been relied upon and i would say overall pitching has not been the there's been instances flare-ups but overall obviously our main gripes when you're talking about issues with the team have been more offensively but now guess what uh you know pitching uh their shoulders they've uh carried the load for a while and uh now you're seeing the fatigue show up. <laughs> yep. And that's what happens. You know, this was a very winnable ball game today, Johnny. The White Sox left 11 runners on base. So did the Rangers. Um, so there was plenty of opportunity for this thing to be an even, even higher scoring ball game than it was. But you just, it just lacks finish right now. Yeah. It lacks finish. And uh, the, Kirby I Doc. guess, <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's the Kirby doc of, of baseball teams. Uh, it's dude. I I'm, I'm at loss for words doing this show uh, so consistently and watching the same thing happen over and over again. The fight's there, the fight's there, the fight's there. They come back, they come back, but at some point you feel that this team is just going to run out of steam because they lack the finish. And that's what's the most fucking frustrating part about watching this over and over again and even LaRusso said it in the postgame, you got to find a way to win that game. You got to find a way to win that game. Like, beat it into their heads at some point. Yeah. So- I, I don't know. Like, and here's the other one. Actually, I've got one more. Okay. The intentional walk of Luis Robert to go to Jose Abreu for him to ground into a double oh play. Oh, my God. Yeah. So just as make a White Sox, like, make me sick. Make me sick moments on Sunday, fun day. <laughs> Man, 
yeah. That, how does Jose, that? How does that fucking happen, dude? Like, dude, what yeah. world are we living Ho- in? Jose's clutch gene was not there today because then he strikes out in the twelfth inning too. When you got to, you know, obviously you're given the runner on second there, but he strikes out right. That you yeah. can't have it. I can't, I, I can't have it. I'm like Jimmy Conway and Goodfellas, I, I can't have it. I can't have it. And this is that's the most atrocious part of it too, because the reverse works against the White Sox, right? Yes, yeah. I'm not walking somebody on a one-two count, but they they go and try and make the same move. Yeah. The next guy to burns go, them to yeah. go set it up, and you know when they're walking Luis Robert, who by the way has looked atrocious at the plate himself. So you're like he gets in he gets in those funks, but yeah, he's in he one right now. He's in yeah, one right he, now. He does get in those funks. He's in one right now, and I think that you know you're sitting there and it's like okay. So you watch Max Muncy go and take that and just pop one out. Use it as motivation. And use it as motivation. And here comes Jose Abreu. Like, I want him to take offense to it and fucking smash something over the bullpen. That's what I want. Those are the moments that define teams. Those are the moments that you can get, like, you carry the team on your back. You end the ball game. Everybody goes home happy. We're not sitting here talking about things that fucking annoyed us. Yeah for four hours on Sunday afternoon. Instead, we're having victory beers and talking about how great a ball player Jose fucking Abreu is. And that's what we need from this team. That's the type of shit that you need to see. And it's just not fucking happening. Yeah, you need to lead by example. Obviously, easier said than done. But the White Sox just have not done a whole lot of that this year. I will say one guy that is leading by example as of late is AJ Pollock. So I will give him some kudos. He has been like a, you know, AJ Pollock RBI uh, double automatic. That's been like that, you know, as of late. So props to him. But yeah, you need Jose to step up in those spots. Uh, Tony, I got, I got another, you're talking about the things that like annoyed us from this game as we keep, you know, kind of sliding down this list here. Um, I, I've got one, session, I've got one, we've got, we've got, yeah, we have a little therapy session here, but now, you know, we got to get over the top. It was a Sunday, fun day, breach the, you know, uh, the barrier here and go into like some tinfoil hat time. You know why the White Sox weren't able to rally and find a way to win that game? It's because NBC Sports Chicago jinxed any possible walk-off uh, with the you never forget the finish uh, full uh, video package that they played before the bottom, the White Sox came up in the bottom of the 10th. Um, I was like, the video itself, it was cool. But at the same time, we know the history of that. They said, what, Odin's rest of the division going to show up? They had that meme, right, that Steve always likes to rail on? Well, they did that. But, oh, yeah, it's going to be, you know, cinematic. No, guess what? It won't be cinematic. I'll double down that NBC is the reason that this team's losing right now, Johnny, just because we have to pile it on. Yesterday, they ran an article about Yasmani Grandal. And they quoted him saying, you know, once I get my legs under me, it'll be full go. And you're starting to see Yasmani Grandal turn around, and then fucking hours later, he's injured. Oh, God, yeah. So... Is NBC the curse? Socks yeah, on tap investigates. We'll get a we'll get a field it, reporter on that. It's tinfoil hat time here, so we're, we 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 got to go with it. I, I think it is. I mean, we see that stuff and dude, that just going to Yaz now because obviously this is uh, from Saturday's game, um, and I know you and Steve probably touched on it a little bit uh, in last night's show, but I I, I uh, actually didn't get to see it. I was out at a wedding, so I did not get to see what happened to Yaz. But I was go. He was dude. He caught like what four games in a row because he started that game behind the plate. Uh, so that was like fourth in a row, and he was starting to finally string together a few hits there, right? And in some spots when the team needed it, he was starting to lead by example there. And it looked like his legs were getting back underneath them. And then what was the actual, what was the, what was the injury? What was the uh, diagnosis on that? 
I believe it was uh, soreness in the right. Like I forget what the actual. That, so now, now are we going to be talking about a setback? Even if he doesn't go on the IL, say just rest for a few games, are I we going to be talking about another setback? And now he's back to square one. Where well, that's, been, that's where what he's been I'm trying to inch too. away from all season. Like I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure that one out too, right? So yeah, obviously, a, a one bit of pregame notes that we didn't talk about uh, getting into this is Sebi Zavala's up. And there was questions back and forth over, you know, like all that. But you didn't see an IL placement for Yasmani Grandal. So now you're carrying three catchers on this roster. This bench just keeps getting fucking shorter and shorter. And that goes back to the Yohan Moncada thing. Play some fucking baseball. Play hurt. Play, play. Sorry, you have to step up. And obviously he's good enough to come in and take an at-bat. So I'm sure there's something with, like, the legs then, I would imagine. that That's the issue with him. But you... You're going to like, it's like I said, I'm not advocating. I want to make that clear. I'm not advocating for guys to go out there and risk like, you know, like when they're actually injured, you're injured and you can't play. I'm not saying that, but when you're hurt and the legs are just a little sore, come on, we got to play through it. We need you right now. It'd be different if we built up a nice cushion here, we could afford some of these days off and stuff, but you need you. If he's ever going to have a chance at turning it around and being a really impactful player, like we know he can be, you need to start being consistent. And that means being on the field. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, dude, it's just you go down this list of, of of different weird random things that have happened to this team over the last two years, and it just feels so shitty to be here right now. It does. I, I can't explain it, Johnny. I can't. This is the most this, beat down I, feeling I've had all year. I, I go back to, yeah, I'm just, I'm like sad. It gets me like, you know, before I got like angry, now I'm just like getting sad when I see this stuff happen. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I go back to one thing that, you know, we're talking about possible reasons for this, obviously, besides that when you can go and look at numbers and who's struggling. And obviously we know that starts, like, yeah, as Yoan have had injuries. Yeah, yeah, you can list off all those. But the team just doesn't have it, Tony. They don't. Like we, we talked about it, I think, what, probably a little over a week ago. Yeah, but the, the it factor is Jose Abreu fucking murdering a baseball yeah, instead up, of hitting into a double play. The it factor is Luis Robert not tagging up and trying to get into third base on a meaningless play. The it factor is next man up. You haven't seen next man up for this White Sox team outside of a, a, a few small instances. One of them right now is Danny Mendick. He's filled in fine for T.A. I thought we'd be sitting here at this point. Oh, man, we need T.A. back. We need T.A. back. We need T.A. back. That's well, we do. We do need him. But Danny Mendick is filled in just fine. You've got a you've got a fucking roster that's loaded with these highly paid relievers who aren't playing aren't playing ball games. Your star prospects that you you brought in to this thing, and I'm Eloy Jimenez not on the fucking field. You've got uh, Yohan Moncada not on the fucking field. Uh, Yasmani Grandal, your big acquisition. Um, he's he's not on the field. And then the guy that's been there the whole entire time, Jose Abreu, and everybody talks about, you know, he deserves to go on, win a championship, do all these things, uh, win it for Jose. But you can't be fucking hitting into the into the double play there. You can't. And there, there, there's the other thing, too, the Lurie Garcia shifting. Sorry, this is just off the rails at this point because I want to fucking rant about this team, Johnny. Lurie Garcia hitting into the fucking shift every single goddamn time. Just bunt it down the third baseline at some point. This team needs to get on base. 
They have to get on base. Yeah. They have to figure out ways to manufacture runs. And please, for the love of God, somebody start hitting the ball outside uh, out of the ballpark besides Jake Berger on a somewhat consistent basis. And man, I'm getting, I'm starting yeah. to get mad online. Yeah. No, no, I, I'm, I'm, I, I want to build on that last point, Tony, because I don't know if you see like every at least I think most days MLB when there's a full slate of action, they will go and pull a quick clip of every home run. Right. And they'll say, you know, like, oh, all these guys left the yard today. And the White Sox are, aren't in that nearly enough for my no. liking. And it, it like I go you watch like just highlights. From, granted, when you're watching highlights, you're not watching the full game. So there are at bat for some of these guys strike out or, you know, whatever it may be. But you get like you see like there's a stat that, you know, Judge has as many home runs combined as like a list of White Sox power hitters that should be putting the ball out of the yard. I found that I found that stat last night. Yeah, just made me feel atrocious about myself. Yeah, and like it's like, dude, the home runs are such an energy boost too for the fans and then for the team. The dugout gets hyped, and obviously you're adding to your win probability every time. So, um, I it's I think they are going to have to go on a power surge. Really, you're talking about what can possibly fix. I know we've said that, and that's it's an easy thing, just an observation. Yeah, grass is green, but. I do think that will improve some morale morale on the, on the dugout, uh, on the field, uh, play a little bit looser, maybe be a little more excited. Uh, that's the other thing, too. You saw – I did like to see the – I don't like seeing Kopech get injured, but I like to see the emotion after. You saw how frustrated he was that he had to come out. Um, and he's he's always been like that. But, like, some of these other guys, like, I think A.J. Pollock's, like, is now playing with a little bit of attitude. But, like, I feel like Jose Abreu, after he, like, ground on that double play, might be mad. I didn't – maybe – they didn't cut to him at first base. I didn't see him like, you know, slam the helmet down after he strikes out in the 12th inning. He just kind of puts his head down, walks right back to the dugout. Like, come on, it's a little fire, a little passion, right? Yeah. Grit. Hashtag Dude. grit. Hashtag TWTW. Where is it? And that's, Where is it? That's, that's the biggest problem with the White Sox right now, Johnny, that I, I have. It, it's where's the fire? Where's the emotion? Where's the fun? Uh you know, talk about, you know, marketing ploys and, you know, change the game and all this other stuff. They ain't changing shit right now. They're not doing anything. They look lifeless. You get through some of this stuff and you go back to the it factor comment that we were talking about just a moment ago. And this team lacks it. That's the it that we're talking about. I don't know how to fix it. It just, it, man, it, smelling salts, ACDC, get jacked up, get the boys together, get them buzzing. We, we talk, maybe Jose Abreu needs yep. to like double chalk, like both sides of his mouth. I don't know. Get intimidating. I, I forget who made the comment. It might've been Joe Kelly or Liam Hendricks. Have a fight, in the, room. Have a fight yeah. in the locker room. Get, yeah. the, get, get everybody up and, and start something, some sort of emotion. I don't know what it is, but you know, I think it was uh, Liam Hendricks or Joe Kelly who had said, uh, you know, we're going to be one of the most hated teams in baseball. That's what I want. I want them to be pests. I want to see AJ Pollock melting off the people. I want more moments where Joe Kelly's turning around and saying, you know, what, what are you doing? Yeah, you know, making, I, I want this thing to be at the opponents after he strikes yeah, them out. Yeah. Yeah. I, I want that emotion. And, and so if, for some reason, man, it just feels like they haven't had that moment where they can walk on someone yet this year. Yeah, no, absolutely. Tony, while we're on, I think this is a good like transition point because we're talking about where are we going to find this from? Where are we going to get this, you know, fire, passion, TWTW? Well, I know it's like cliche and we always say, oh, when these guys get back from injury, we're going to do that. And it's always just stay healthy, right? That's always been the meme and whatever. Um, well, guess what? On that front, Lance Lynn is coming back on Monday. It was supposed to be Tuesday, but now it's pushed up with the Kopech injury and what they had to do with Cueto today. But Lance Lynn is coming back. And this one's a little bit different because Lance Lynn is an emotional leader. 
He's very vocal. He's very, you know, visible with it on the mound. And I can't wait to see that energy back. And I really hope it breathes some life into this team, Tony. Uh, our guy, Socks Insane, wrote a great piece probably a couple of weeks ago when uh, they were back in KC. And remember, Lance joined the broadcast for a couple innings. And it, after that, uh, Socks Insane, our guy, over at ontapsportsnet.com. Go check it out. You wrote an article about the hero the White Sox need, Lance Lynn, and really talked about, you know, who's the soul, heart, uh, you know, whatever of the team. But Lance, he came to the conclusion that Lance is the backbone of the team. So maybe a little uh, getting that back in the mix, Tony, that, that could possibly be um, something that at least drives fire for hopefully at least that day pitches. And I would like it to be contagious throughout the locker room uh, and carry over uh, just with him being back around consistently. Contagious is your key word there, Johnny, because you need somebody that's going to set an example um, out there and, and paint the White Sox team in a positive light. Uh, and, and I don't say that in the way of like he needs to go out there and throw a complete game shutout. I, I say it in the way that you you want to see Lance Lynn walking off the mound, yelling and screaming. You want Liam Hendricks back in a baseball game screaming and yelling you want to be intimidating right now the white Sox are not intimidating anybody and i think that you know the backbone the the structure of all of that is is it's lance lynn just like you said like socks and same wrote um yeah i mean starting to get back to the it we got to start somewhere if we're going to and i i think that's the perfect uh step one johnny yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, when you're talking about like Lance Lynch, kick, kick their asses around a little bit in the locker room, right? Okay, this, this goes back. Obviously, he's no longer with the team now. But you remember, this was 2020 in Detroit. The White Sox were off to a slow start. And uh, Dallas Keuchel had made comments. And obviously, this got, you know, it became a mockery uh, amongst the social media verse. Um and rightfully so for what he said and like Tim Anderson commenting on it. But you remember those comments, right? I feel like I have to, you know, help teach these guys how to win. Well, that sounded ridiculous coming from Dallas Keuchel. But if Lance Lynn said that right now with the way that the, the lack of life that they showed all year, I'd believe it. And I would actually welcome that. Uh, and that all happened in Detroit. So maybe we get like a full, like, you know, uh, to coming full circle with, with this thing. But the actual right guy behind those words, he's not actually going to say that. But, you know, the sentiment behind it, right? I, I would agree, Johnny. And if I'm if I'm trying to read into storylines and different things, you know, it's here's and I I keep saying this, and it feels so terrible because at some point it's like I'm, I'm repeating myself over and over again. Broken record over there. Yeah, it's it. I am, and I hate being the broken record. But you have to you have to start somewhere. You have to figure out where you can turn the page on this at some point. It's hard with the injuries. It's hard with the continued one step forward, two steps back. Like, okay, the schedule turned, so now we should be okay. Here we are three games later and still not okay. Take care of your fucking division. Started in Detroit. You have, you have to start somewhere. And if it starts with Lance Lynn in Detroit, I'll buy into that one. I'll buy another lottery ticket. I hope I'm not fucking let down again when we're talking here in three days. Yeah, it needs to be a statement, an extended statement, Tony. I said today, I thought it was a pretty good tweet. I said the White Sox should simply win seven games in a row for our collective sanity. Do you agree with that? Just 100%. do it. Just do it. They need to make a statement. I've been waiting for them to make a statement. I thought they were going to after the Yankees uh, thing with the Donaldson-Anderson incident. No, they, they came back and let up 16 runs in two games against the Red Sox there. You know, excuse me, 16 runs twice. Once, yeah. 
that was terrible. Um, and they, you know, they can't seem to like carry over uh, an emotional win or an emotional moment or something. It's just a big win. Like Friday night should have been a great hashtag set the tone moment for this weekend series against the mm-hmm. Rangers. And guess what? Now the Rangers are leaving Chicago with a better record than you. And they are not a contending team this year. That's so sad. So we're not a contending team this year by right now's standards. Yeah, I wonder where that factors into your like strength of schedule, right? Like if the White Sox continue to lose ball games, does does other teams strength of schedule? <laughs> like so, you know, and, and that's what's crazy, right? Like things are not well right now. It's not it's not great, Bob. No. Dot gif on twitter.com, Johnny. I, I, I just think that uh you know, we, we've got to sort of figure out what else we can do. I, I, I feel like going back, looking at this White Sox team, at one point we did the, – there was Twinkies for Mankata. Mm-hmm. There was – like something crazy's got to happen, Johnny. Something crazy's got to happen. Something well, lively's got to happen. We've got to figure out as a, as a fan base, as a collective, as a team, as, as something to bring you – know, turn it around. How do, how do you fucking turn it around at this point? Yeah, we're we're gonna have to figure out a strategy for that. Um, Tony, I would, uh, um, I don't. It sucks to say this, but it's like time. It's the start. I know we've heard like some of it. There's some uproar in the crowd uh, on Saturday. Finally, um, they're probably gonna start booing here. Uh, the, the fire Tony chants are gonna happen. I mean, they, that there's been periods of that, but now obviously more in droves, especially after the incident that took place on uh, Thursday with the intentional walk on the two strikes there. Uh, but it, you know, that's one thing, but in terms of us here, it's going to start at least tomorrow for me. A lot is easy top. I'm getting the fear of the beard shirt out. Uh, the Lance Lynn jersey making its season debut as well for me. Um, so I hope I'm talking about a White Sox winner as I'm wearing that jersey on the show tomorrow. Yeah, and Johnny, I think we might need to like, you know, uptake the the games in the garage. We might need to get the chaw out for Jose Abreu. Might need to start sacrificing, you know, buzz. Maybe make him do like a mud slide. Start having fun. We'll do. We'll do something. We got to figure out something. But I like the. I like the fear of the beard. Uh, you know, shirt and the the. Uh, you know, the lot is easy top tomorrow. That'll be. That's a, yeah, that's a good that, strategy. So I at like least what you're, I like what you're putting down here. I hope that's putting out some good ether there, putting out an ether for the White Sox there. But at least for me personally, I know I'm like, I'm still upset. Like I said, these losses are just making me sad instead of angry now. Uh, But that will at least tomorrow during the day, I'll be upbeat and fully ready for the first Lance Lynn day of 2022. Yeah, it's going to be fantastic to see him back on the mound, at least as a symbol of hope. I hate the fucking fact, though, that we're talking about this because it would be such a it would be such a better Lance Lynn day. Uh, you know, if Yasmani Grandal and Michael Kopech were, were still, um, you know, not questioned in your mind and then Liam Hendricks wasn't questioned in your mind, but don't let that sentiment get to you. It's Lance Linday for the first time in, uh, the year 2022 tomorrow, Johnny. And, yeah. uh, I, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm so ready for it. Yeah, no, I, I am too, Tony. Let's, uh. Let's look at the week ahead. Obviously, we're starting out in Detroit, um, and then it'll be Houston. So it's it's not easy. Obviously, we talked about you know there's that gauntlet part of the schedule, and you're looking at uh, you know obviously the Dodgers one kind of like ended that. So then of course you're seeing a Detroit team that they're having their struggles, and they have a bunch of injuries too out of their pitching. So maybe that's a place where uh, well at least you know here's to hoping 
that the offense can uh, feast on some guys that are, you know, filling innings for them. Uh, but man, I'm not looking forward to the weekend in Houston, given the way things are going right now, Tony. Um, we got a Sunday night baseball game in there. Hopefully, fingers crossed, that's Michael Kopech on the bump for that one. But man, that could get really ugly and be an embarrassment on national television, just like much of the ALDS last year was. I've had these dates circled on the calendar for a while, Johnny. Uh, Houston is a problem, especially for the White Sox. Uh, we we know about all that. Um, obviously, we were there to witness it in person. So I just I hope that uh, this rotation can sort itself out. You, you have to build some sort of positive momentum before going into this series or, or risk uh, – you know, the, this whole thing even toppling over further than it already has at this point. I just, I don't want to look too far ahead into this Houston series, but you're, you're bringing up some very valid concerns as I look forward to the week ahead, man. Yeah. That, like I said, I just wanted to, you know, get a glimpse of, you know, whether that's what's uh, coming up there. And then you got the blue Jays when you come back home after that. And then luckily uh, you have the Orioles angels there, obviously angels that are rut there. Uh, that'll close out June though. So um, you got to do, you got to, you got to hashtag set the tone with wins in Detroit. You need, like I said, I wanted to sweep the Rangers this weekend, look good Friday night. And then, you know, fucking lose end up losing the series um no it's time like you need to it's like shouldn't be an asinine ask you should usually just be like normally oh yeah just win the series right now just please sweep it for the love of god if you really want to get this thing uh turned around and going in the right direction because like i said they have their issues injuries i think all their standard starting pitchers are like injured or something like that i thought len casper was talking about that on the radio the other night um and obviously you know they're in rebuild mode there so you get a bunch of uh people on their reliever recycling program so that's what i'm hoping can help wake up the white Sox bats what are you looking for Kind of the same thing, man. Uh, you've got to figure out ways to to continue to uh, just establish more offense. I mean, you, you put up a ton of runs in this series, and you're still, you know, furthering your uh, run differential. It's, it's like trying to work your way out of this hole at this point in time. But uh, if if the pitching is going to be a problem, the offense is going to have to carry it, and along with that offense play clean defense play some really clean defense very pertinent with big, big outfield too in detroit yes but play play some clean defense please that's that's what i'm looking for yep nope it's got it's got to be crisp i gotta go back to what steve says i always like when he says that a clean crisp ball game i'd like to see three clean crisp ball games no bullshit hey we'll say the last time we were in detroit though it was a 10-1 uh ass kicking we, uh, you know, gave it to him pretty good third game of the year. Right. Um, so granted that's, you know, what feels like ages ago, but, uh, maybe a little, uh, you know, time place setting sort of thing, uh, will rejuvenate, uh, things a little bit and put some life back in because they look, they look good then. So that not so much now. No, not so much now, Johnny. Uh, it's, it's getting to that point in time, man, where they're just going to have to turn it on. Find it. Find, find it. it. Yeah. Find it. It's getting to that point where they're just gonna have to turn it on. Or this is this is just gonna get too far out of hand. I, I hate being here. I hate being in this situation, but it's true. And it it's not May. It's not early April. It's June, man. Yeah. And the, the days on the calendar are turning 
faster and faster and faster. Got to figure it out. Right. And if you don't, then we'll be talking about selling um, at trade deadline. Legitimately, that's the, the obviously uh, we're still holding out here, but um, and it is still, you know, uh, nobody's really maneuvering right now. But if it gets to that point, you're still middling. That's going to have to be. And you might see players like Jose Abreu, Lucas Giolito. So save your ass, um, you know, step up and get it done. That's all I've got. Uh, Tony, final thoughts from Sunday Funday here. Final thoughts. I mean, I've I've got my list. I don't yeah. want to do that show. I don't want to run those articles on ontapsportsnet.com. I don't want to do it. I just don't because that would really mean this was a giant epic failure this year. And yeah. we don't want to be talking about that. So find it. Find it now. Find it yesterday. Find it tomorrow. It's got to come now. Now. That's it. That's I concur. I concur, Tony. A great way to wrap up the show. So, listeners, thank you for tuning in, everybody who is here in the YouTube stream uh, commenting. We love seeing your comments, pulling them up here, starting a little discussion on the show. So make sure you're subscribed on Tap Sportsnet on YouTube. Then you can go and find uh, all of these articles that we've mentioned throughout uh, uh, the show and on several other shows. Uh, on TapSportsnet.com is the place to go for that. And then you can follow us on social media uh, when those are shared out at on Tap Sportsnet and at Socks on Tap. Tony, it's it's rough. It's sad, but I think you got some uh, misery beers to go and drink and maybe try and uh, forget this one. So without further ado, White Sox forever. White Sox forever. <laughs>